Hello and welcome to the Buffalo Sessions. I'm your host, Jamie Stewart from Circle Networks. Are you ready to scale your business in order to earn more and work less? In this podcast, I share insights and interviews with real business owners to reveal what's working for them, to help you to be more Buffalo, to improve your life and business. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome everybody, episode 46 of the Buffalo Sessions and today I'm joined by the very talented and inspirational, I think, Vanessa Sturman. Hi Vanessa. Hello, thank you for having me here. Welcome. So we're speaking thanks to Elliot Kay. We were both at his networking event online a few weeks ago and we followed up that conversation. Um, so we we it's interesting, isn't it? Because we we already bumped into each other. I think at Expert Empires a couple of years ago. But it takes it takes you know. I think that we're all connected to people, but we never really have conversations with them. So we had some brief conversation at the networking event, and then we followed up. And I said, I'd love you to come on my podcast. Um, and I think you've got a great message to share. So thank you for the people that might not have have heard of you yet um how would you how would you introduce yourself uh so i would introduce myself uh as saying i help people eat their way to great performance reduce fatigue healthy weight never dieting again and eating really delicious food but i don't have time vanessa i'm sorry i'm just too busy for that <laughs> yeah that, and that is what so so many people say and it's a really really important one because First of all, I mean, you know, you could have me talking for hours here, but you don't have time. So I'll keep I'll keep it brief. Okay. So first of all, that you know, cooking and food prep for a start, it is a skill, right? And we're not taught it in school. And you know, I, I do really, really feel for people who haven't been taught this or haven't grown up in a household where we learn all of this sort of stuff because they do really struggle. They say, Well, I've got to be chained to my kitchen and how am I gonna make time for this? But we fill our day with so many other things. And this isn't just you have to make time for it because Vanessa said so. If, if only everyone just did what I said, what a world that would be. But it's about right, what benefit does this actually have to you? It's not I'm cooking this food because I'm apparently I'll be healthier and mum said eat your greens. We need to fuel ourselves properly. And the, when you start getting the benefits of eating healthily, it really spurs you to put more time in. And what I really love when I work with my clients, I'm not saying I love it when they have a bad week. Let me let me get this wording right. But, you know, I work on non-restriction. So you don't have to be perfect all the time. It's about doing what you can as well to get the result. And sometimes they come to me and maybe the fourth week, they go, I didn't have a good week. And I'm like, well, that's fine. And they say, no, it was a really bad week. And I'm like, again, it's fine. And sometimes they go, do you know what? It really, really showed me how awful I feel this week because I really, really did not sort out any food, prepare food because they were getting these amazing benefits. You know, even within a few days, you start feeling it with these great meals. And then they went, God, I could really, really feel the energy dip. I felt more sluggish. No, no, no. I really, really want to be making sure I put my time into this better. But it's a mix of reframing how important this stuff is as well as learning the tips and tricks. I'm very happy to give all, you know, to give as many of these as possible for people so that it doesn't take you hours. I do not spend as much time in the kitchen as people think at all. All right, I love that. So we'll, we'll come to some of those things in a bit. So you are health coach, speaker. You've been um, 
you've been i've got down here you've, you've spoken on the bbc news on sky news you're working with or you've worked with michigan state university with their future doctors at cambridge university I think it's fair to say that you're very credible, very experienced and good at what you do. Thank you. I, I would I would say so as well. Um, I think what's been sort of important to that I want to bring out about how I, I help people in the bit that I think is often missing is I'm not here to tell you and probably couldn't every single nutrient and detail in a blueberry and exactly what path um, it takes in your body and you know exactly what it does I'm here to tell you well how do I get these amazing foods into my body in a way that's really tasty really easy fits with my lifestyle fits with my travel how do I actually do that in a way that's really tasty that fits with my culture you know I work with people from India Africa America Australia all over the place and this is not about here's a meal plan of 21 meals for the week that Vanessa really loves it's well what are you already eating what can we adapt what can we tweak how can we keep the amazing food of your culture but make it healthier tastier and actually supporting your body and potentially preventing and reversing chronic disease and I think it's that really practical side that's often missing from when people you know there are lots of other people like me of course but there's a lot of people who are going to do a load of blood works which can be really really helpful as well but if you do not know how to build this into your lifestyle properly it's not going to work and it's pointless and and before we started so it, there's got to be an intention for people to do this and there will be some barriers something i haven't got time i can't afford it blah 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 i don't know what to do all the all the excuses that we bring up mm. at the end of the the end of the day we are for the people listening to this run their own business if we're not running a hundred percent optimum health it jeopardizes our income yeah yeah and i would imagine that people see an uplift in their business as a result of working with you yeah absolutely people see an uplift in their relationships their self-confidence their energy levels how they feel about themselves how they come across you know, how you come across the energy you bring, what care do you give to yourself? In the same way, we're told, you know, of course, you've got to dress and be yourself. And it's quite nice as a business owner because you, you can be a bit more quirky than you might have been in the corporate world. But you want to come across as, look, I care. I'm diligent with myself. I'm going to be diligent with you and whatever service I give. And so even the impression that we give to potential clients can really, really change when we take care of ourselves. So it is very, very important. And just on a sort of time element, you know, I know what it's like. I'm a, and this is the thing. I walk my talk. I am a business owner myself. I do not have a private chef waiting, you know, cooking yeah. my dinner. I don't have that. I do all of this myself. So I do, I do walk the talk and I do know the pressures of being a business owner. But if you do not make time for health now, you make time for illness later. There is no get out, there is no loophole unless you have a private chef maybe. But even then you've still got to understand health. You can't outsource what you don't understand. And when I talk about ill health, I don't necessarily just mean having a heart attack. Even just being quite fatigued and moving along in just this fatigued kind of way is a form of illness the number of people i know who are getting arthritis inflammation type 2 diabetes uh, all sorts of issues even in their 30s and 40s you know you may have got used to that condition but it is draining your time and i had someone come and do what's something called my power hour which is just i started offering just one hour sessions to people 
A, for people to dip their toe in the water because they're like, she going to make me eat salad all day? And I'm like, let me prove it to you then. Fine, for the sceptics, come, come on in, come on in. Or for people who genuinely could not afford to do programs. There are, you know, I know times are tough and people on different incomes. So I wanted to give everyone the ability to have access to me. And I had one woman with uh, something called fibromyalgia, where you get chronic pain all over your body. Um, and she'd really struggled with this for years. We had a one hour session. She was very clear. I'm lazy. I don't want to cook much. We made some really simple changes that were fun and delicious. I'll also say she's not going to be vegan. She's not going to be vegetarian. She's like, just give me some changes. She had a huge reduction in her pain in the space of a few weeks from changing what she ate. And this is a lazy, you know, she calls herself, sorry, lazy, not wanting to cook much really really simple and this is a business owner so she's able to push further with her business because she's not experiencing this pain and believe me we're not sitting there eating salads all day so she's enjoying herself and she said look that was actually really fun I'm eating this lovely food and I'm getting the result and this is another um another myth is that we have to change a gazillion things so you know the best business coaches will just say to you when it comes to something in business Look, don't worry about building a website and an empire right now. Just get on with it. Find a client. Start posting on social. It's actually very similar when it comes to eating. You do not have to throw out everything in your cupboard and now I've got to be, you know, raw, whatever. No, no. And I actually don't advocate a fully raw diet, by the way, just, just making that clear. But people think, oh, I've got to do, you know, I'm going to have to do everything. When actually people find... We make these little changes. Right, we're gonna let's let's do some actual examples. Right, say for breakfast, you often have oats. I know some people who have a bowl of oats, maybe pushing it a banana, maybe a few nuts, maybe some nut butter on toast. Right, let's just elevate it. You have nut butter on toast. Let's make sure the toast is sourdough. Let's chop up a banana and put it on top. All right. Even that, you've got an extra piece of fruit into your diet. You've made the bread more healthy. If you normally have oats add chia seeds, more protein, more fiber, add, you know, get a load of frozen berries. So you never have the excuse of, oh, you know, the fruit went off, doesn't go off in your freezer. Vanessa's here to stop you having excuses. <laughs> frozen fruit and put it on your breakfast and a few nuts. You have massively elevated your day. And, you know, I can't remember if I did this one with you because I, I always try and remind people of the benefits. But everyone says, you know, I'm really into gut health. Gut health effects energy immunity weight hormones skin so so much even mental health more than we can imagine and people say oh yeah i've gone and taken some probiotics okay what does our good gut bacteria all the probiotics so probiotics are our good gut bacteria they need to thrive what do they eat what do they feed off yeast yogurt yeah. So, and the, the, no idea. most people don't know so it's not even like a trick question because most people don't know and it's because it's very unsexy in terms of how someone can sell it to you so people can sell you probiotics in a lot pot they feed off fiber they feed right. off plants so they feed off something called prebiotics which are which are fiber basically fiber is prebiotic and fiber is in plants so no matter what your diet no matter what your nutritional preference is if you are not building in these fiber-filled foods, you're not going to feed your good gut bacteria, which is where this, um, I don't know if you've heard recently, um, it was Tim Spector coming out saying, you know, get a variety of 30 types of um, plants a week. That comes from that variety, which also gives you a variety of vitamins and minerals, but gives you a variety of fiber that feed your good gut bacteria. 
to have the healthiest microbiome. We call it our gut microbiome. So yogurt has some probiotics in, but ideally we want to go for a plant-based yogurt because most of the population are intolerant to dairy and there's all sorts of other problems with it. So the more you can go for a plant-based one, the better. But ignoring that, that's just the tiny little bit of the equation. We want to get in this fiber-filled food, which feeds our good gut bacteria which also cuts cravings, makes us more full, it's full of um, antioxidants, which also kind of you know, keep our cells protected, full of so many wonderful things that are gonna help our body, that this is why we wanna get this food in. It's not because someone's trying to turn you vegan or vegetarian, you know, even if you don't become vegan or vegetarian, it doesn't matter. Get more of these foods in to protect your health, feed your gut and be the best version of you. Right, and why? Why would anyone not want to be the best version of themselves? Right. Oh, I'm not a psychologist. I'm off. Sorry. But, but, <laughs> so, but if you think, so in, in business, we work on our brand. We work on our public speaking. We'll yeah. um, sit training and courses to improve our social media. We'll hire an SEO expert to, in, uh, to do that. All of this stuff comes down to finding clients that we then have to speak to, and then we've got to look after them and return yeah. them and we need to be our best why wouldn't we put the right fuel in our bodies mm -hmm. to improve our health and our performance at the end of the day most of us would either like to earn a bit more money or take a bit more time off so if Thank we can you. get through our work faster if we can have that and, and we all get those times where we've got a bit of brain fog what if you had just had clarity all the time where you were just running at 100 miles an hour and it was easy not hard and it comes down to the fuel that we put in in our cars we we put the right fuel in don't we and we look after yeah. it and we get it serviced and mot'd and maintain it and then every few years we'll we might change it and get a new one yet with our bodies we just accept oh, it's going to go downhill and i don't care yeah. what I put it. yeah do you, do you know what i think that's a really really important point and and you know just to point out as well that so many people are also fed that myth and I think that can create inertia and I think people sometimes don't believe how quickly um not even just how quickly that food can actually change so much because I think what happens is and, and you know we get this with all with all our habits you can get really used to being a certain way we can even get we can even identify with our problems we can do that with mental health I'm an anxious person you know, okay, anxiety is a huge problem. I get anxiety, but I know it can get very easy to identify with a problem. I just have IBS. Now, I know IBS can be very, very complicated as well, but we can at least start with fueling ourselves really, really well and also reducing the stress, etc. But people get very used to it. Oh, well, we've got this problem in the family. We've got that. Well, I'm always tired. I'm tired. It's like it's not a personality trait being tired, <laughs> but it, it almost becomes one. And People sometimes don't believe how much this stuff can change. I've had people eat a meal of mine and not be bloated for the first time in years after breakfast. And again, yeah. even I get bloated after every meal. Again, it becomes a personality trait. Um, and we are told so much, you know, go and buy this supplement or you're going downhill or, or you're 50, that's old. People in the blue zones. So, I do, right, okay, there we go. Yeah, I was 50 a month ago. <laughs> that's me i'm going downhill and it, well that's the thing is, is, is of course we're going to get older you know i'm not i'm not a miracle worker i can't stop you dying but if you look at something cool in fact before we go to the blue zones i want to go to my mum and dad i want to go to my mum and dad but I, i'm 36 and i'm not just saying this I, I can send you the before and after pictures i look better in my 30s than i did in my 20s okay um i don't i don't even wear makeup okay like 
And that is not bragging. That is because of the way I eat. Okay, that it just makes everything look different and everything from the inside out. I've got parents who are nearly 70. And my mum, my mum and my dad are also my clients. Um, my mum lost five stone in her 60s when people go, oh, you can't lose weight when you're older. She lost five stone in her 60s. She is vibrant, gorgeous. My dad is still playing tennis. He's nearly 70, so he's 69. Um, he is still playing tennis and winning matches for his county in, in tennis. Um, he even won, even won like 10 pounds recently for a match that he won. I mean, you know, we're rolling in it for this tennis career. But um, no, he, he is doing fantastically and they are both fit, healthy, running around and they eat you know, very, very similarly to me. And we still enjoy cakes, treats, etc. But the majority of what we eat is gorgeous, abundant plant based whole foods, but made into the most delicious foods, whether it's bean burgers and sweet potato chips, whether it's big curries we, you know i love a good sort of you know thai curry or maximum curry and all these lovely lovely things you know it really is not limited at all um and you know teaching them to eat like this was such a pleasure because i've got my parents who just are firing on all cylinders can do the things they want to do they know that they're fit and healthy for the rest of their life they're not retiring and then going oh well i can't move yeah. they don't have aches and pains they don't have any of this stuff because of the way they're eating and um, very similarly in the blue zones now these are areas of the world where the highest number of people live to 100 uh, 100 or above they also have some of the lowest rates of chronic disease in that section of the population. And these people, the thing that binds them all is the top thing is they all eat legumes a lot. So that's your lentils and your beans. They are full of fiber that feed your gut. They help make you nice and full. Um, they're absolutely fantastic, especially if you're going through menopause. They're, they have, they're full of phytoestrogens, but very healthy for anyone regardless of gender, sex, or whatever you're going through. And they also eat pretty much mostly... Uh, plant-based whole foods, very little junk food. They still work out in the gym. But this is the thing is that we do not have to go downhill. These populations are all over the world. You know, there, there's one in America, there's one in Switzerland, one in Japan. So it's not even to do with like the place they're in as, as such. They are everywhere. And it's, you know, they are an amazing example that if you change what you eat and you focus on your nutrition, you, you know, you will thrive, absolutely thrive. I love it. And um, right, okay. So it's it's a habit change for a lot of people, isn't it? It's a bit like some people get in the habit of going to bed late and then feeling tired the next day and it just spirals because then they drink more caffeine, maybe have a drink at night, stay up late again, nibble on some stuff, wake up bloated and tired wow. the next day, and it just spirals. So it's making a conscious decision, right? I'm gonna break this habit. And I'm going to introduce some little changes. And and for a lot of people, you know, we're recording this in the middle of November, early November. A lot of people are going to approach Christmas and go, I'm going to put weight on over Christmas. Then in January, I'll do my annual get fit thing and they try and do too much and then it doesn't last and then they just go back to how they were. I think what you're talking about is starting to introduce some little changes. Now, they could do the big changes, but let's build up to that. In that we can't suddenly run a marathon we've got to start training and doing little things. So why not make, introduce some little changes in our daily habits? You know, I, I'm, I'm assuming that you on your website and your social media share some tips and advice for people. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's all about the practical changes. And, you know, I think just, just going on what you're saying about this sort of vicious circle. And one of the things I think is really important to point out about this is because we're not taught this in school, 
I really, really see how people get in these cycles. Um, and actually, you know, as a, as a teenager, so this is nearly 20 years ago, um, I was a bit, I was a binge eater. And that's what started me on my journey 20 years ago was that I'll be honest, I had no idea how to eat in a balanced way. I had no idea it was, it was either like diet, 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 kind of starve, 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 or cheat, 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 cheat days. And I was, I was in the depth of the, some of the most unhappiness I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And that is why I made the change. And that's why I started studying it at that time. Cause I also love food. I was like, how can I eat amazing food? Not put on weight, not be thinking about this all the time. How does this work? I better, I better go and find out. Not just because that sounds great, but because I, I, I had to get out of the hole I was in. Like it was, a, yeah. I had to get out. And the thing is, is sometimes if you're not in, sometimes in the darkest depths, you're, you're not actually pushed to go and find out. So I was pushed to go and find out. And, you know, what I really realized over my years, and this is, you know, when I see people come to me and I, I really see how they get in these situations. And the thing is, say being overweight, for example, I can really see how easy it is to get very overweight. You know, we are, we, we are surrounded by food that is not healthy for us. And then if you yeah. don't actually understand how to eat in a really balanced way and still enjoy some of that food, it's going to be hard. So I, I see people, and this, I, it really annoys me when people say that, oh, someone who's overweight is lazy. Really, really annoys me because the people who come to me, I'm like, you are the least lazy person ever. You have tried loads of diets. You have stuck to things and it didn't work. And I'm going to go over why it didn't work. But you have done loads. You're not lazy. You don't lack discipline. I can see this. Okay, fine. Laziness and lack of discipline is, is everywhere, right? That's this regardless of people's weight. And what I generally see in these cycles that people are in is I look at what they're eating. They are trying really hard. But what's on their plate is not fulfilling them. And you can't meditate your way out of that hunger. I don't care how much hypnotherapy you have gone and paid for. You cannot meditate your way out there. Look at their plate. It's very unbalanced. Fill your plate more with whole grains, lots of uh, vegetables, lots of beans. So a big bean chili. Those beans are going to really, really fill you up. If people don't know this and they're having these little portions of all sorts of things, I think, well, no wonder you want to eat ice cream at 10 o'clock at night. Like, no wonder. You know, this isn't because you have no willpower. Yes, fine. Emotional eating is a whole other area maybe to talk about another day. But you had no chance against that ice cream because your body was hungry. So when people actually learn and someone was shocked at the again, he was he was terrified of coming to work. People are so scared. You know, he said, oh, she's going to tell me to stop eating things. And afterwards, he went through the list of, of the action plan. It's always an action plan. These little incremental actions that make a big difference. And he said, well, you haven't told me to cut anything out. You've only told me to reduce about two things and about 16 things are things I get to add in. And I said, yes, this is where the magic is. You're not actually eating enough. You're not nourishing yourself. And that's why you're eating the ice cream at 10 o'clock at night, probably. Let's test it out. Turned out, he was like, oh, actually, yeah, turns out I was just hungry late at night and that's why I was having the ice cream. I'm fine now. So when people learn these other things they can put on their plate, so say avocado on toast. I've got to, I've got to drip in the... Uh, practical things avocado on toast loads of really good things about that but actually very unbalanced okay it's not much protein there there is fiber obviously in the avocado and the bread but it's just a very unbalanced meal we don't have enough variety so what can we do you can have your avocado on sourdough you don't need a whole avocado by the way just use half it's going to save you money as well put the other half in the fridge roast a load of tomatoes now i can roast mine so roast them in the air fryer or the oven roast like 12 of them so you can have six halves a few days of the week, okay? You can reheat them in the microwave. Sprinkle on 
some beans onto the avocado on toast or get some pre-marinated tofu from the supermarket um, cook that and stick that on it as well for some extra protein whatever you want to do and so you actually have some vegetables you have more fiber you have more nutrients you have more protein and all you've done is taken an avocado on toast that you've always had and just added a few things to it you don't have to be a master chef i love it i love it it's and it's true i think it's intimidating and it's little tips that people need it's just little tips now you've you've had in a short space of time quite a good career i would hazard a guess and you're one of the things that you do is you speak and people pay you to speak at their events before we get to that um you've spoken on the bbc and on sky news how did that come about so sky news i've done sky news twice um so it was a couple of years in january that was and i i actually knew someone who i'd gone round to he was the landlord of a friend's boyfriend who went to the same uni like and we met in the house and he actually was uh he was vegetarian and so i used to talk to i don't even know if i was plant-based when i even went there but we used to talk a lot about food anyway we made friends on facebook um and you know he knew a few people and he kind of you know did a, a load of january bookings and he was like hey vanessa um you know do you want to talk on, a, on radio about this thing about you know veganuary and I actually got back to him like a few minutes too late and someone else had taken it um I had also had this intention a few days before of like maybe I'll get on tv so I don't know sometimes intention who, who, know, who knows like who knows if that but that was something I wanted to do and um he said look you have missed that opportunity but you want to write me a pitch and this is another thing that's really important I think about getting on uh you know for anyone who's trying to get on the news or anything like that is you know you do need you do need a hook you know you can't you can't just go to people and go hey i'm really good at what i do do you want to have me come speak so i wrote a pitch i think at the time that one was all about flexitarianism and so that was spoken about on sky news when i was on sky news um look you know try bits of veganuary building more plant-based whole foods but you know it's for everyone do what you can incremental changes and they really liked this pitch. They really liked the pitch. And so um, I got invited on a few different radio stations as well as Sky News at that point. And I got to know people through that. And then the next year I had sort of the same thing. It was on Sky News, like in the studio, um, which was which was just like a dream, a, an absolute dream come true. Um, loved it. So, so wonderful. Um, but I built, I built relationships. So I was on a lot of BBC radio stations. And then I sort of built the relationship where uh, I got contacted a lot to be on. Um, and that was because I bought the kind of um, the fun, the ease. I could say yes to a lot of what they wanted. They're like, oh, you know, there's an egg shortage at the moment. Can you talk about how we can make, you know, before they can even finish the sentence, I'm like, yes, let's, <laughs> let's go. You know, and I, I think that is really important. If, if you make it really easy for them as well. Um, and so I've had other people, sometimes I do just, you know, send one of them a text. Some, sometimes look, they don't get back to you. Even the ones, the people who really like you, sometimes you're like, oh, have I done something wrong? No, they will not get, they were so busy. They will not get back to you unless they need you. And you have to not be offended by that. But when they need you, they're, they're straight on. And even some other people in, in BBC, like, you know, if I, I've come up for, you know, and actually said, uh, look, I can talk about this, this and this. I think that'd be really interesting for the viewers. Sometimes if you take some work off their hands, like here's something that could fill a show, they're like, amazing, amazing, amazing. You, 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 loads of energy on, 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 because you're making it easy for them. 
you know, and they know you're going to bring that energy. So I think, you know, for anyone who is trying to get more gigs like that, be as impressive as you can when you're on, be as e make life as easy as possible for those people as well. And they will bring you back on because you have made their life easy. I love that. That's a great tip. Okay. So you've done that and you've, you've spoken and worked with some universities as well. Yes, yes, I have. So I went to Cambridge University um, as a as a student. I studied biological anthropology, which basically means the biological study of humans. So I studied genetics, I studied behavior of chimps and gorillas and, and things like that, which is really, really fun. So that gave me like a nice biology uh, background. But, you know, as a um, postgraduate, um, I went back to Cambridge, actually, it was uh, in January, uh, talking about um, how to build in more plant-based whole foods um, and why it's really, really key for your health, no matter what your diet, to be building these foods in. And also linking that to the environment as well. So, you know, animal agriculture is one of the biggest um, forces of destruction on our environment, on deforestation, on pollution. So actually, we do need to be reducing these products anyway. Uh, so it was to go and talk about that. Um, and then I also did some work for Michigan State University. I actually did a cooking session for them ages ago, which is hilarious fun. Um, it was at midnight. I did it at midnight. That's, that's how much dedication I have, because obviously there's a time difference and they wanted to do it after work. I was like, no problem. Midnight's fine. Everyone cooks at midnight. No problem. Um, so I did a midnight cooking session, which again was absolutely hilarious. Um, but I did some work for them for that. They've, they've got this summer camp for future medical students. A lot of them are um, people from poor socioeconomic backgrounds. Uh, and obviously the food situation in the States is, is horrendous. Um, you know, people live mostly on ultra processed foods. They've got a different subsidy system than what they do in the UK. It's even more expensive to buy fresh and healthy produce. But there are, again, the education's really, really terrible in terms of, of nutrition. So they've got to work even harder to, to find that good nutrition. But obviously, the chronic disease is even worse obesity, stroke, heart disease, blood pressure, etc. So um, I went to teach their future medical students about really good nutrition, and how they can build it not just into their own lives, but how they could help their families, and how they could start talking to patients about this as well. Um, now, I really, really do feel for doctors in some way, because even if they um, even if they know about nutrition, and, and nutrition is not a massive part of what they learn, but they don't have much time. You know, they don't have much time, even if they know a lot about it. Um, so the more they can give people little tips, instead of saying, lay off the junk food, you know, and, and that, and that, okay, that's, that, yeah, I mean, that's valid, valid. But if someone doesn't know what to put in its place, and that's the biggest thing, you can tell people, eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. And people come to me and I say, well, what's, you know, what have you, what have you done already for your health? What's working? I've removed this, remove this, remove this, remove this. And I'm like, so you're eating air now? What's, you know, what, what, what are we eating now? And that's where, that's the big bit of the puzzle that's the hardest. Because if you take out and take out and take out, you, you need to be making sure you're putting in. And that is, like I said, it's where the magic happens. So I was helping them with those incremental changes and to help kind of bust myths and to also link the nutrition and what goes on your plate with some of these key diseases. So, for instance, things like type 2 diabetes, this is not just to do with junk food and sugar. I mean, in junk food, you have a huge amount of saturated fat and huge amount of fat anyway. That is a huge part of what contributes towards type 2 diabetes. A, a research paper just came out recently from Harvard University about even two portions of red meat a week massively increasing 
your risk of type 2 diabetes. Now, we knew this before the research paper came out, but the paper's just come yeah. out, but we've known this for years. And so making sure people understand these links of why we want to, you know, this is not about shaming or saying you've got to cut this out completely, right? This is why you want to be reducing these animal products because they are contributing to insulin resistance. So a lot of fat causes insulin resistance, making sure you're reducing those. But the big thing is that if you have a bit of those foods and you have a bit of ultra processed foods, it's not actually going to make a difference if the main part of what you're eating is really wholesome and healthy. I ate some Oreos today. I did. I did. People, people are like, oh, oh. I mean, you know, get, get off the stage. But, um, you know, it's not going to make a difference to my health because I don't do it often. My diet is full. My nutrition is just full of healthy wonderful foods i felt like a few of them and it's fine it will not make a difference and i think that's the big thing to remember you do not have to restrict yourself in any way but the more you eat healthily and this is the thing is i don't tell people stop eating that stop eating that stop eating that I might give them healthier alternatives but if we fill your plate you know we change up your avocado on toast we add those chia seeds and the berries to the breakfast etc your blood sugar levels become much more stable. You become much more full. You are feeding your good gut bacteria with all this different fiber. You will crave this other food less. So you do not have to be pulling yourself away with all the willpower and discipline. And then it goes downhill and I have no willpower. That's just not a helpful cycle. Let's make it easy. Because like I said, no one is meditating their way out of hunger. So give your body the best it needs. And what you'll find is when you do have to go for the Oreos or you, you want some, I don't eat the whole packet. I don't, I want, I had a few and then I was like, oh, that's, that's fine, I'm done. I don't need any more because I'm so full with everything else. I like it. So we don't, we, we don't talk about revolution. It, it's evolution. It's, it's making subtle changes that, that we can cope with and adding stuff rather than taking away. That's, that's one of the main things that I've heard. Um, what, what kind of people do you normally work with then, Vanessa? Mm. So first of all, I work with people who want to take action. Um, again, I'm not a miracle maker. Um, so <laughs> I wish I was, in some ways I am, but like, I, you know, you've got to, you've got to want to make a change. Um, but it's not as scary as, you know, as you think, as we're talking about, it's like, oh, I'm going to add, a, you know, bits here and there to begin with. Uh, and then it's kind of incremental. I work with people who might be really fatigued, people who are really confused about what's healthy. They want, they come to me because they're like, can we just take the confusion out? I want the education and to implement that absolutely incredible or people who just say i'm not quite at my best or some people who say um i'm really relying on supplements and i don't think my food is really supporting me but i'm spending you know 100 pounds a month on all these supplements and powders some of which might be very good by the way that's not that's not a slur on some yep. of these products which can be very good but if you're not supporting yourself with the food it's a very expensive thing to be doing that's not going to have the desired impact you know it's got to be food first um people who can't lose weight they're just like, what am I doing? So I actually look at what you're eating. So I don't say again, oh, here's a here's a meal plan of 21 meals you're never going to make. We've got to look at your actual, if someone gave me a meal plan, I'd be like, oh, I'm not doing that. Um, you know, that's overwhelmed. That's diet mentality. That's also, I can't tell you how many calories you need. You know, people are like, oh, how many calories? I can't have a meal more than 500 calories. What if you're more hungry? What if you've eaten in a totally balanced way? Well, you know, if I do a bit more weight training, I am more hungry in those next couple of days. That's fine. You know, as long as I know when to stop, as long as I'm eating in a really wholesome way. 
I'm more hungry. I don't I don't say, oh, well, I've eaten over this many calories. My calorie amount as well is going to be different depending on what time of the month I am as well. We're all different. So I give them the tools to make sure they can manage that without being in diet mentality. Take away the guilt, how to have that balanced eating. So a lot of people come to me, just really can't lose weight. And I support them in making those incremental changes. So it's delicious, it's fun, it's built around them. Uh, and they can do it in a way that they can carry on for the rest of their life. So giving them a forever way of eating. So if it's so bits aren't working, they can tell Vanessa, I found that bit hard or I didn't like that as much. So, okay, fine, we'll change it. Or sometimes they'll cook in a way and they go, actually, I really liked it like that. And I'm like, I don't like it like that, but you do great result. You like it like that. So it's about giving people the permission to try things in different ways, make those changes, educate themselves and really learn to build in the treats that they love as well. Um, so people come to me with hormone issues. They might come to me with even endometriosis, fibromyalgia, um, gut issues, et cetera, um, or just wanting like more energy and be that better version of themselves. And type 2 diabetes, that's also a big one that people come to me with, or pre-diabetes. Um, and we all, you know, especially with pre-diabetes, it's a bit, you know, when you get into type 2 diabetes, you can massively improve it. You can reverse it. But when you've got pre-diabetes, so this means you've got a huge amount of insulin resistance, it's actually quite, you know, you do the right things, it is easy to reverse that. You know, if, so it's a really good thing. Find out if you've got pre-diabetes and make sure you take action before that turns into something more serious. I like it. And we were, we were talking, so we've talked about food and diet and what about exercise? How do you, you're busy, you run a business. How do you fit exercise into your schedule? Mm, so lots of different ways and again it, it's there's this big myth when it comes to exercise oh well you know i've got to get to that hour gym class i have not done like an hour gym class youtube video for so long okay um because you you don't need now if you love it i know some people who want to go rock climbing every night F fine i'm not coming with you by the way but fine go for it you know, like we don't all have to like the same thing. And some people love exercise and they want to do it a lot. Other people, not as much, but we have to make sure we are at least doing the bare minimum. It's so important for mental health, staying fit and healthy, longevity. We do really, really need to do it. Now I go walking every day and it is so important you build that in. It also, you know, lowers your risk of things like type two diabetes, lowers that risk of, of insulin resistance. It's about small things as well. Get out in the morning before work for 10 minutes. Now, that's also very important to tell your body it's it's daylight, that it's daytime. So that's another reason I make sure I get out first thing in the morning so that my body can get told and to get some vitamin D, even in winter. All right. It's it's morning because if you just literally get up, come straight to your desk or whatever it is, you're not going to be as energized because your body's not going to be so in tune with something called the circadian rhythm, the 24 hour clock. So it's got so many advantages getting out. If you can get in 45 minutes a day of walking, that could be 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at lunchtime, 15 minutes after work. It's really not that much, really, really not that much. That is going to potentially transform your mental health, um, even, you know, accelerate um, staying a healthy weight. You know, it's going to be very, very good for that. And some of the videos I do, for example, on YouTube can be, I mean, some of them are really hard, can be 10 minutes of some strength training of some glute exercises, some ab exercises, um, a bit of, you know, 
it's called bar work kind of thing. You know, you can just find various, um, you know, YouTube videos. You can actually type it like YouTube is so good. Type in five minutes strength training or five minutes standing abs. You know, if you can't do abs lying down, do you know what I mean? Literally, or 10 minutes small space hotel room workout. Like, I promise you something is there. And I go over this with my clients. Like, I'm not a personal trainer, but if they're struggling, I say, right, let's have a look together. Let's look at where there's a lot of modifications. Let's choose a trainer you like. Yeah. Everything's on there. Oh, I don't have any equipment. We'll add the word no equipment onto the end of that search. <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, no one can get away from it. Yeah, like, oh, you know. It is all there. There is even like walking at home videos. So I've had some clients recently, who, especially if they live in countries where it is colder, if they are worried about, especially if, you know, if you're female and you're worried about it when it gets darker, obviously you, you haven't had time to walk in the day. There are videos that are like at home kind of walking workouts, right? Do, do that in the living room. You know, there is always an option for you and it does not have to be long. Even like I said, if you're doing like, a 15 minute video before dinner or something really short. Sometimes I've just done a five minute video before I've got a shower in the morning and um, sort of before breakfast. And it is enough to keep me fixed. I'm also doing walking every day. I don't stand on escalators. I sort of walk up and take the stairs wherever I can. It's these, it's again, it's little habits. It, you don't have to become uh, an athlete. You do what you can. Little little changes, little changes. Be consistent. Add stuff in. By adding other stuff in, you'll reduce other things. We reduce exactly. the cravings. We'll have more energy. We'll get more done. We'll get. We'll be able to concentrate more. We'll get through our working day. We'll probably look after our customers better. We'll we'll retain them. We'll earn a bit more money. We can take more time off to enjoy ourselves. All of that, and you don't want to be knackered when you take time off. You don't. You know, the average age expectancy is like in your early 70s or something like that especially in like the U in the us i think it's a bit older here yeah. but you know imagine how long most people are going to be working for in their lives and like not only might you go downhill because you haven't looked after yourself you might just die even before you retire like that, can you you know why are you even why, i'm not saying that you know, what's I, the point I don't work, but what's the it is you know what is the point um do you want to be there for your kids do you want to enjoy your time off there is no point in being absolutely knackered on your time off or being in bed because you can't move properly you've got loads of pain or you don't feel good enough to kind of run around traveling and what are you spending your money on you know like i love going traveling and you know i love doing that in my spare time when i can if i don't have the energy to go scuba diving and hang with the giant turtles like what is what is the point what am i what am i working for exactly that's exactly it right we're only here once why are we going to wait until we retire in our 60s or 70s or for some people it probably be 80s in the future why are we going to wait until we're old and can't do stuff why not have a better life along the way yeah and it starts yeah. by making little changes 100% and also you know if you've got kids friends parents you know whatever building those habits for them as well. You know, like actually the best time that we could have started was zero years old. But, but you know, for a lot of people, we're not there. The next best thing is start now. Yes. But you can help other people who are younger. You can build those habits early 
of these sorts of foods so that they are not, you know, a lot of people come to me. I mean, this is what happens in business. People come to you with a pain. You know, there are some people, if especially if they're in the kind of athleticism or sporting arena, they might come to me and say, I want to I want to improve. But generally, it's a pain, isn't it? It's it's yeah. I've got prediabetes or I've been told I have to lose weight, this, 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 this. Wouldn't it be amazing if we just didn't have to be constantly turning our health around? Wouldn't it just be amazing if we were just healthy and vibrant and it wasn't always about sorting out a health issue, which is kind of the way a lot of this stuff works. I mean, even for me, 20 years ago, the health issue I was turning around was was, was crazy yo-yo dieting and horrendous mental health from it. You know, so it, it was, it did come from a pain. But then what I realized very quickly was it wasn't just like, oh, how can I stay on a healthy weight and not diet? It was like, wow, I can be the most vibrant, healthy, glowing person and actually enjoy my life and not be in physical and mental pain because I'm truly nourishing myself, you know, and, and that's the, the path I've always been on. I'd love people to get there in their heads to not just, I want to sort out this one problem or get rid of the pain. Like, because yeah. unfortunately, if you, if you just do, you know, a few things, yes, it's going to improve and you kind of get to here. And then you you might think you've got to have the mindset of like how, how much more can we kind of do? Because you've never felt even there, you're going to think, wow, maybe this is it. And that might be because you've never felt up here, you know, but you can, you know, keep, keep, keep improving, keep that mindset open and you can feel just absolutely incredible. And why wouldn't you want to try? That's my question. If you're listening to this, yeah. and for a lot of people, we're juggling. We're juggling kids, family, relationships, our business, customers. And what happens? Uh, well, I'm just too busy to look after me. But if you put yourself first, look after yourself, you'll have more energy. You know, that, that oxygen mask, put it on first. Look after yourself. You'll be better for everybody else. It'll improve, it'll improve your relationships. You'll feel different about yourself. Your performance will improve across the board. You'll probably save some money because you're not binging on stuff that's processed. Generally, processed stuff's more expensive because uh, there's, there's untold benefits. You'll sleep better at night. You're gonna you're gonna feel better. You'll get back into the. How many people have got a wardrobe full of clothes? When I lose a bit of weight, I'm gonna wear that. So you better get back into some of the stuff that you've been saving for five years or ten years even. There, the benefits of this are just huge. It would be like rediscovering a whole wardrobe that you've got. I know that because I was talking about a jacket that that I've still got in the in the cupboard. Thank you, Vanessa. There's a lot of tips in this. I would, you know, this is one that I'll be listening to when I'm. So I've got dogs. I'll be out walking the dogs, <laughs> listening to this. If if somebody wanted to find out more about you and what you do, where are the best places to find out? Great. So I've got a free community on Facebook. And uh, now this is for anyone who wants health tips, advice, recipes. It's called How to Go Plant Based. Um, now, despite the name, it's for anyone who just wants to get healthier and build in more of these foods. So that's a group on Facebook, How to Go Plant Based. Now, you can just find me on Facebook, by the way, uh, or Instagram if you just type in Vanessa Sturman. Um, not everyone can spell my name, so we'll have to put that in the comments. I'll put it in the um, But you can literally just add me as a friend. Send me a, a DM if you're like, Vanessa, I'm, I'm interested in, um, you know, either being in the, in the group if you can't find the link um, or just chatting more to you or doing one of those amazing power hours. And those power hours, by the way, are just £97 to get that mini action plan, have me look at what you're eating, start those incremental changes, which can sometimes have absolutely life-changing effects. 
Um, so maybe you can put the link to the Power Hour actually um, down uh, down in the comments as well. Uh, but those are probably the best ways of getting hold of me. But yeah, don't be shy to send me a DM uh, if you want to have a chat. Uh, but come and join in the community. There's plenty of wonderful free stuff in there as well. And I love answering your questions. So again, don't be shy of that either. Okay, so my, my, there's a lot of takeaways. It's it's about incremental changes, and it's not about taking things away. It's about adding stuff in. And for a lot of people, they're worried about losing, missing out on stuff. We have FOMO. How am I going to cope without that thing? But it's not. It's right. So I'll I'll be finding the Facebook group right after this and finding out more. <laughs> thank you, yeah. thank you very much for this. I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you so much. And also, thank you so much for your work, um, too. You know, I, I, I was really excited to speak to you because, you know, if anyone doesn't know Jamie as well or you're listening to this for the first time, he's so fantastic with networking. He's got a really wonderful attitude towards it and, uh, you know, gave a really good talk at the beginning of this, this networking event we did online. Um, and I just think, you know, if you're a business and you're struggling with networking, you want more confidence in or building relationships, definitely, definitely go and have a chat. Thank you very much. Right. We'll, we'll be definitely having you back on this again. Oh, thank you. I would love that so, so much.